here at Shine the Light On, we make fashion from waste. <laughs> What's up? Too many jams, listeners. Coming live to you from the factory. We're joined by Eli Brown, founder of Shine the Light On. <laughs> and Robbie. <laughs> We're currently in the factory making some t-shirts for our band John Famos. This episode is actually sponsored by Shine the Light On. We're going to show you how to... And Jewel, and Famous, and Too Many Jams. And, and if you use the code at checkout for Shine the Light On, what do we decide? Famous 15, baby. Famo, F-A-M-O-S 15 at checkout. You'll get a 15% discount. Off the finest goods ever made. Yeah. So we're going to teach you how to make a t-shirt here, Eli. What's, uh, what's step one here? All right. First step is you got to pick out the pattern that you want to do. So... Fellow band member Robbie here chose he wanted the men's crew neck, uh, bottom hem bottom. What's Off bottom? Right? Bottom hem bottom means straight line across. Straight line across. You put a hem so it doesn't roll up. Do the same thing on the sleeves. Uh, so right here we have what you call pattern paper, and you'll see this is the front part of the men's crew neck. This is the back part. You got one sleeve, so you obviously got to cut two of these. And then you got your neckband right here. So for the listeners at home, what he has actually is we're on a table and there's a giant roll of fabric about six feet wide and you pull it out over these templates and the templates are like the different sections of the t-shirt. You're going to trace them onto the paper and we're actually going to cut these pieces out of the fabric. It's live on our YouTube channel if you want to check it out. And these, what do you call this, pattern paper? Yeah. So... With this, um, like these dimensions have been designed by you or is this kind of like standard across the board for an XL range and like, like how, how did you get these? Yeah. So like when we started, like we started with the, like our sample size, which is size small. Yeah. That's kind of like normal, what you use to figure it all out. And then you just choose like the grading that you want. So from the difference between each size. Um, and for us, we like things big and baggy and comfortable. So we do three inches in difference between each size. Okay. So to get up to the extra large, I believe it's probably about 33 inches long. Um, just so it kind of goes about four or five inches past the waist. Yeah. All right. So, yeah. So, so we'll get so to the next step. Is, is there a reason why it's so cold in here? Yeah. Heating's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> Keep costs low. Profit uh, high. Everyone out there, don't buy Shine the Light on. They do not heat their factories. <laughs> <laughs> don't work from either. You'll be working in the cold. <laughs> it's not even that cold. Uh, we're wearing gloves. I'm, not, I'm perfectly fine. I got a sleeveless shirt underneath because so, it gets hot in here. So let's get to next steps here. Right, um, let's do it. You're missing You're missing a... Oh, we're just doing yeah, yeah, XL. So, okay. Yeah, yeah, we're just doing extra large. Cool. Wearing big and baggy. Um, so we'll get to the next step. It's a little bit of an archaic way of doing things, but now we take this, we trace them with our Sharpies, we'll lay up the fabric and cut them all out. Okay, so what we'll do is we'll probably cut to that. You'll be doing the filming, Mr. Kevin on the camera. Uh, we'll do a little montage. And uh, for the people at home on the audio, if you wanna see what this process looks like, check out the YouTube video. If not, we'll check back in when this step is done. We got the John Famous ones coming out, check it 
gonna be a big drop exclusive. We're selling out fast, so get them while you can. It's gonna be a couple we're handing out at the EP release party, video party. Come check them out, they're gonna be dope. I make shirts, bitch. It's called fashion. <laughs> wow, that was exhilarating. Fun stuff. Uh, we actually cut some of our own shirts, so of these first, one lines. I think what, how many shirts did we make? There like five or six. I, I think it was about seven. Yeah, seven. When eight. I counted, I uh, I was just saying I was I've been impressed by by Eli's knowledge. I mean, I've never actually seen him in action before, so you know, good to know he actually uh, he, he's not just ordering people around. He actually knows what's going on in these factories, also. <laughs> so what we did is we cut with a, like a little bit of like a handheld circular saw we use the templates uh for the shirts that we trace cut around like eight layers or however many shirts we had of fabric at the same time so you cut each template for each piece like eight times at the same time if that makes sense like it's a stack of eight pieces of fabric the saw goes through it once for the template that would be like the front of the shirt the back of the shirt so you have all those layers and then the next step is we bring all those to a sewing station yeah, yeah, so right across the street, uh, we work with uh, two different uh, sewing facilities. Um, and depending on the fabric, so if it's the t-shirts, it goes to one factory. If it's like the fleece or like what I'm wearing now, it goes to another one. Um, so it just goes right across the street. Um, that'll take about hour and a half to sew together. Um, and then it's off to printing. We're going we're gonna to see if we can get some footage of that, if we can, uh, just to, just put it in the vid. All of your designs also are cut that way, right? You never buy like from like Gildan or like Fruit of Loom and just print logos. All of your stuff is like your own custom. Yeah, yeah. so design, like all right? the stuff and like after we can show it, like all the patterns that we've made, all of our fabrics there. So yeah, we do everything like custom cut and sew. So once it's all sewed up, we have our logo that a friend of ours made and it's like a full color logo. How does that get on the shirt? Uh, so we'll have to go to the screen printing because it's kind of like a weird process to explain. Uh, but basically there's an automatic machine, um, spins once every 1.25 seconds. Um, you basically put the shirt on and then there's different sections for each color and a big squeegee will come down and press on that color. And then that's kind of how it builds up the uh, full design. The actual design though, the cutout of it, you know, it's that it's uh, squeegeeing through. Yeah. How is that created? So we'll take the design that you guys made. Yeah. Um, we'll burn it onto a special film. And do we just send you like an illustrator file? Yeah, yeah. so you just send, it's either an AI file or an EPS file. Mm. Um, we run that through our system. Um, it then gets printed on film. Uh, from there, it gets exposed on a screen. Each color will get exposed. So you have to break down, like your logo is what, like four or five colors? Yeah, yeah, we could probably I'd narrow like it down to like three. Yeah, right, but it doesn't matter. Like, you, like you could print up to eighteen different colors. All right, yeah, um, we'll so do hundred. Like you, <laughs> you'll you'll separate each color. You burn it onto a different screen under a UV light, and then that's how the design gets left. So when they squeegee over, only the areas that had your design under the UV light get exposed, and that's what gets printed. So that's the system Kevin was talking about earlier, correct? Yeah, and what's that called? Screen printing. So, but but used a special word for it. He's key called Yeah, yeah. So the film, yeah, yeah. So yeah. like the emulsion is like this blue stuff that you put on and then after the design gets burned onto it, you wash wash it off and then the emulsion over the 
design comes off, but on the rest of the screen, it stays. So how we got to do this, obviously we're friends with Eli in this episode, sponsored by Shine the Light On um, for our band. Uh, we just made some t-shirts for fun. We thought it'd be cool to explain how handmade t-shirts in Canada are put together. He got us a nice little fabric and we'll print a few band tees. But what's, uh, man, what's new with Shine the Light On? You were on TV the other day. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we're doing a lot of press right now. So I think like last week or the week before is on your morning. Uh, coming up, doing a bunch of other stuff with Bell Media, um, and yeah, just how are you getting away. all these? Like, like you've been getting celebrities and stuff like that to support you guys on Insta. Like, how how is this all coming about? Are people reaching out to you, or like, what's happening? Yeah, so it's starting now where a lot of people are reaching out to us, but also whenever we do work with a celebrity or an influencer, we always ask them, hey, do you know anyone else who's been impacted by mental health that would like to do it? And then that kind of adds to the uh, snowball effect. And um, upcoming projects, do you want to touch on, like I know you've got a lot in the works about for coming for the summer, like, uh, I don't know. If, Famous, we, yeah, we've got Famous coming Can we up. chat Mike about up, them? Mic up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, how about we save Famous for a longer one? Because that, that's a big launch. Okay, so we can chat about that another time. But what about your fashion show as well that you're putting together? Yeah, yeah so we're putting together a big fashion show. We're kind of mimicking it after a mix between We Day and Victoria's Secret. So we want to blend together the entertainment of nice. the Victoria's Secret fashion show, uh, but also the social enterprise of We Day. Um, so we're doing a big mix of that. And I think it's going to be held at Rebel. And then the after party outside at Cabana Pool Bar. You think John Famos can get one of the opening slots there or what? They will definitely be doing the after party. Oh, more of an after party guy myself anyway. <laughs> so the headlining slot. The headliner <laughs> for the opener of the headliner. Of the after party. <laughs> can you, can you uh, give any hints to the names of performances that you'll have there? Or is that, uh, is that top secret top right secret, now? Top secret, but a lot okay. of Canadian-based artists. Yeah. A lot of them ones that we've heard of. Ones you've heard of. A lot ones of them are nominated are. for the uh, Junos. I think that's next month. Um, so it'll be be some good performances there. That's exciting, dude. So this company we on your last. So we had Eli on before, um, and he talked about his whole story, how he started his company, like his mental health journey, and and all that, and, and all this TV stuff he's doing now. He's talking about you know it's obviously a Bell Let's Talk uh, month, so he's getting like TV slots and stuff like that, but. It's crazy to see how far the company's come, even since our last episode. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's been a lot. Like we've done a lot more in the U.S., um, a ton more trade shows, and expanding there. I think we're getting like 150, 200 new accounts every month in the U.S. Accounts uh, like a store, like a store. Yeah, so an account would be like a new retailer. Um, so it's just been, it's been a lot. It's been exciting though, and yeah, I'm happy. Speaking of Bell Let's Talk, also, you have a new project coming up with them, a podcast that's, uh, that you've been working on for yeah, the Yeah, yeah. So I, I was inspired by John Famos of Too Many Jams. <laughs> I was like, I want to create a podcast, um, bring on different people, share their story, how they've been impacted by mental health. So we're doing that right now with Bell, um, bringing on new people. So we may have to have the uh, John Famos guys. Well, too I, Many Jams on yeah, that podcast. How mental health affected us. Um, Rob, what would you say? How does um, it's? I can't really give any. Your narcolepsy, probably. I, oh shit! Beer just got caught in my mic. I'm <laughs> definitely a, a conky, big time. Holy shit! Mental health going through a conky, dark. <laughs> I I'd say times are dark. I'd say just the the creative path that we're on is um just 
so frequently has its ups and downs, right? So, oh man, um, it takes you know, a toll. Yeah, you have your good days and your you have your bad days, and especially when um, you're not sort of you're not you're not fully um, where you want to be yet. It's you know it's hard to keep the motivation day to day to uh, you know to get to that point. So. Yeah, fortunately, we're not really plagued by like some of the, the more serious conditions like clinical depression and anxiety and stuff like that. But um, definitely, there's definitely a huge mental component to what we do and like staying motivated. But that depression stuff comes with the injury. Like I definitely was in dark places with the concussion. That's just like out of your control. Any Basically, probably going through any injury that takes that long to heal, especially one that affects your brain. Like the only place that you thought you had control over and you don't control it anymore, you know what I mean? Yeah, and um, also like the change of lifestyle, like no longer like being able to drive to a friend's place because the lights of the car or like yeah. going out to see people, like it is a Not big- Not being able to work as long. Yeah, it's a big change. So you de- yeah, we, we definitely talk on that on that podcast, but you'll probably get a lot cooler guests because mental health seems to be, not like to say this in like a, capitalism sense like the trending topic right now. Yeah, definitely like a lot of people are talking about it and what I, I, I am seeing that, as more like it's almost like the um the me too movement like you mm-hmm. had a couple of people who spoke about it then they inspired others and it's just that snowball effect and that's happening a lot with mental health discussion do you do you do you think it's actually helping or do you think it's just create one of those things that's creating awareness you know like bell let's talk do you think it's one of those things like everybody kind of knows about it or is it actually positively impacting the whole mental health community. Because remember Annika's episode, she said like, it just doesn't seem like enough. Like it's great that it's happening and that people are talking about it. That's definitely going to get the conversation going for a lot of people. But like, what do you see really coming out of this month in terms of like, have you, have you noticed where it's impacting people or anything like that? Yeah, like, I mean, so I guess more for Bell Let's Talk. They f- focus on one day, but a lot of their impact comes from the money that they raise. I think last year they raised six or seven million dollars and then that gets split out between a variety of mental health organizations throughout the year and that's that's where the direct impact comes. That's that's where the direct impact or the long-term impact has. Um, But definitely like after Bell Let's Talk there's not enough there's not as much conversation about mental health um, but I think they do a fantastic job with raising awareness getting the conversation going making people feel more comfortable and then raising millions and millions of dollars to then deploy to a variety of organizations. And these organizations, I'm not sure if you know the answer to this question or not, but uh, how is the majority of their money given? Like, like how is it used? So I guess. there's hundreds and hundreds of different organizations that they support. So anyone who has a nonprofit organization in the mental health sphere or addiction or counseling or stuff like that, um, you can apply for it. And depending on what you're doing, you'd get different amounts of funds. So if, you know, for my podcast, let's say, and this is just an example, you know, a nonprofit podcast, maybe they only give me $2,500. But if I'm Cam H, maybe they give a million dollars. It really just depends on what you're doing and what you're going to be using the money for. Mm-hmm. What I like about your company um, and it's a smart tool for anyone doing kind of like a, a company raising money for causes is you kind of have like a one-to-one thing where when someone buys a shirt, they're donating one package, uh, to help one person with, you know, their like, it's a package with information and like what to do with, with, uh, all that they're feeling and all that. So it's like buy a shirt, 
donate a package, whereas some people donate a percentage and stuff like that. And you're also like really cool to help out with almost anything. Like I know a guy reached out to me saying he wanted to raise money for men's mental health because he was feeling that, you know, sometimes guys are are the ones most overlooked when it comes to the mental health conversation because girls are feeling a lot more comfortable being like, I got anxiety, I have depression. And people are like, that's great, you know, but it still feels feminine to most guys that are trying to be traditionally masculine. So he wants to uh, raise $10,000 and he was going to do so by using bracelets from our company, Wrists and Rye, shirts from you guys. And if you donate a certain amount, you get it. And I was just like, yo, Eli. And like within five minutes, you're like, yeah, whatever, whatever they need. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, I, there. it's important to help out. Like I remember when I first started, I reached out to so many people and they wouldn't even respond to me. So I was like, okay, once I have an infrastructure, once I have the money to be able to support other people, it's really important for me to do so. Cause we get requests almost every day, if not multiple times a day for, to support different organizations, charities, fundraisers. And I just think it's important to say yes. And, and I'm sure that goes both ways too, right? There's definitely people out there that have been in your position where they got turned down many, many times. And now that they've got the infrastructure in a, in a position of power and they get reached out to, they're deny, 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 right? Yeah, like it happens all the time. But like, I, I don't know, I just feel like it's important to help other people when you can, to be nice, whether it's setting someone's factory up for them, helping them with branding or social media. I just think all that stuff. You've is, helped a lot of nice people like do. from our friend group, just, Hey, I want to make some shirts or whatever. Like, cool. Come in or like, yeah, well, or do you need a thousand shirts for your thing? Cool. We'll set them up for you. You'll do it for them at, at cost. Um, and, and that's, that's super cool. But what happens when like someone who, uh, who specifically gassed you along the way and they come, they come at your door. Has that ever happened? Like somebody's like, yeah, yeah you a so hard that, no. Yeah. So that happens a lot now. Um, like as I'm doing more press, you know, getting out there more, getting in more stores. There's been people who are mean to me before I started this and while I was starting this. And it's been like that tough thing of like, now they reach out to me, they want help. And I'm like in that hard place where it's like, <laughs> do I be nice and help? Because that's the right thing to do. My values say yes. Or but... do I say no? Because those are people who either like bullied me or who are just terrible to me when I was struggling. So it's kind of like that hard thing. So sometimes they get a yes, sometimes they get a no. It's just about how you feel on that day. <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's honestly, it's tough. Like uh, it's sometimes like the things that I think about more in depth uh, at the end of the day is like, okay, do I, you know, where, when's their forgiveness? Um, it, it's, it's a tough one. What factory is this for you? This that you now operate out of. This is the eighth place. So this now is where we cut all of our stuff. So we have two cutting tables. They're about 15, 20 meters long. Um, so on the normal day, we got both going and they'll cut five, 6,000 pieces a day out of it. And how often would you visit eight factories, all eight factories? I would go, I see them once every two days, at least like every day I always call you guys. I'm like, yeah, I'm on my way oh, to the factory. Fuck, we know this guy's <laughs> a two a day caller and it's always when he's in the car between factories and, uh, it's always the same thing. Hey, what's up, man? Uh, I just got back from the factory, uh, just in traffic. And then somebody cuts him off. He's like, fuck you. Like, get out of my way. <laughs> yeah, no, no, it's important. Like, you know, you, you see what so many different things can go wrong. Um, you always have to have a hands-on approach. I think it's also important to show employees that you care and that you're willing to put in the work that they're doing as well and staying late or coming early. Um, so yeah, you, I'll check on a factory. You think you're a, a good boss? I think so. Yeah. I got room for improvement for sure. <laughs> you um, get any feedback? Yeah, I got to dress better. You got to dress better. Yeah. 
Like Come this on. is what this is what I normally wear. I'm wearing boots. One yeah. zipper's broken. Uggs. Not e- no. no, no the, okay. the Michigan shorts. Yeah, I wear those a lot. These are pants, like sweatpants. That's baggy sweater, but you know I like to fly under the radar. <laughs> it's good. That's that's another thing I've always been impressed by, though, too, is that uh, you you do spend quite a bit of time in the trenches. You know, oh, that, yeah. oh this guy's a trench guy. He loves it. Y- you're not uh, you're not just sort of dictating from uh, from the comfort of your living room. Now that you've got sort of the business operational, right? You keep a close eye and close watch on every little detail yeah, that's going it's, on. It's important because that's where like the make or break moments happen. Um, so it's always important for me to be super, super hands-on and be in the trenches. Um, I was just thinking, uh, Kev, you're sitting over there. Do you uh, do you have any questions? Do you, was there anything you were thinking while you're sitting over there? I'll toss you the mic. Mm. Over there. Sure. Oh, come on in, Frank. Yeah. All right. Um, I, I, th- I think you covered this in the last podcast. You guys said you already did one, but. Uh, <laughs> So what, what happens if you buy a t-shirt from your company, where it goes to the... Yeah, so initially when we started, uh, we worked with 30 nonprofits and we would donate an educational program for every item we sold. Um, but there's a big issue with affordable housing uh, for people in Toronto. So our traps like just scared what he's touching around here. Um, <laughs> so now there's a big issue with affordable housing in Toronto um, and across Canada. So now what we're doing is we're taking the money and we're investing it into affordable housing. Uh, so we work with CAMH um, and basically all the proceeds right now are going towards that housing project uh, to hopefully house about 500 different uh, people who've all been impacted by mental health and addiction. Okay, very cool. Awesome. Kev himself was saying earlier on our way over that he spent some time dealing with um, printing of t-shirts and he's got a little background knowledge, you know, of, of this kind of stuff as well. You're hired. Jack of all trades, master of none. He's, he's got like, what was, there's a few things today that you said you've, wait, you, wait, wait. So you do think it is that now? <laughs> yeah, no, yeah, it is Jack of all trades. No, I didn't know what you're saying, but I didn't really understand the argument we were in before. Um, Kev, uh, from driving a tractor too, you used to drive a tractor at a baseball field, did some screen printing, video editing, photography, lifty, um, food. It's been a ton of music festivals. Music, yeah, well, but like that's not really a job, is it? I don't know. It's just like he's, <laughs> he's like, he's cultured. He's like been around, you know? But yeah. It's my age. You've done a few things, you know? Was <laughs> <laughs> that like 100? Yeah. 103? Um, any more questions or anything like that? The, I said, what? Um, where can I get that cool hat you're wearing? This cool hat is actually a limited edition. Oh, I only made one because I, I, we're, we're debating one. adding in new pro, uh, products. Can we make some hats for our band? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Is that like, is that like a, a yeah shirt it, or is that like a yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, it's, yeah. A, it's a yeah shirt. We can do it. Um, with these hats, honestly, we like, we've been thinking we'll make you one, but like, it's always difficult to, you know, you got to balance inventory. You got to make sure yeah. your money's going to the best selling products and you're not sitting with inventory for weeks. Um, so we, we tested it and it did okay. Um, but I think it may be time to, to bring them in, especially, uh, for summer. Nice. Wicked. I'd buy one. Great work, Kev. I'd buy a couple. Yeah. Right. Different like some colors, water? different designs. You'll ask for the hundred percent discount. <laughs> Uh, that would mean it would be free and yes I would <laughs> um, okay what's uh, what's the time at? I don't know uh, I think that's pretty good we got a lot of information yeah. like Eli there's no other like big news you can think of something crazy that's happened to you like maybe something that happened recently big big fuck ups or like big opportunities or like that was what wicked cool <laughs> 
So just wicked in the trenches, smart, wicked. Bro. Okay. Yeah, I think uh, I think maybe in the summertime, once once things, uh, all these projects that Eli's got going on, we'll uh, we'll we'll do a little update podcast with him, and uh, you know, kind of see what uh, how everything is going. So yeah, so check out shinethelighton.ca or com. Shinethelighton.com. Use code FAMOS15, F-A-M-O-S, get 15% off. We make tons of no profit off that because we're, <laughs> we're just doing this, it for, for This will you. support our t-shirts that we just made. Um, and <laughs> other than that, Kev, thanks for the help today. Eli, thanks for being on. Thank you for, for having me. for making a successful company. Thanks for that. Anytime. <laughs> <laughs> you guys benefit from it. It's good. No, yeah. Oh, no, 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 no. We're, yeah, no, not at all. <laughs> I mean, there's a couple of perks. There's a few perks, but uh, other than that, um, other than that, we'll uh, see you next Tuesday. Tuesday.